Hi, this is O'Hara with The Soloist, conversations on music, education, soul, life, and many things in between. And today we are with another episode of the Suzuki Cast. Hello and welcome, friends. Before we start, here's something I want to say. I'm looking to grow the podcast to reach more listeners. I'd much prefer to do it without the use of advertising. If you like this podcast, here is how you can help. You will find a PayPal link in the show notes. And I will be very grateful for any offering your heart calls you to do. No obligations. And thank you for your generosity. Hello, friends, and welcome back. In most countries in the Southern Hemisphere, academic year starts this time. Students are going back to school after a long holiday that lasted six to seven weeks. This year, due to pandemic, there might be places that children do not physically go to school, but the school year is still starting, be it online, homeschooling, or any other way. With this, children resume other activities like music lessons, instrumental lessons, art lessons, sports, and so on. I will talk about the first ones, the music lessons. Children have been off the piano, violin, cello, guitar, flute for some time now. Now families treat holiday instrumental practice in various and different ways. Some families maintain a practice routine at the same way that they had during school year. They find it easier in a way, especially when practice routine had been well established earlier. Others define a different routine. They take into account the need and the plans for the holiday and wanting to have the experience of rest and winding time, they might decide, let's do the practice differently. We will do practice, but we'll do it differently. So we'll still have a holiday feel. And then uh, the ways that they will find will be either change the frequency of practice or the content. For example, learning more repertoire and not striving for excellence. Think it easy, as they say, while still keeping the frequency of practice. So in Suzuki terms, some parents will say, we will do, we will learn lots of new pieces and uh, we will not actually polish many pieces. So we will feel that we explore uh, lots of repertoire, but we don't necessarily work hard. For others, they will say, let's do more review, learning the old pieces, uh, playing the old pieces and less new pieces. Some say, let's do more music reading and less Suzuki repertoire, and so on. Others decide that they will just do less practice days per week 
and the rest will take itself. You've noticed that all the above are aware. So they are aware of what they are going to do. They put awareness in this and decision about how to practice in the holiday. So they gave it a thought. Maybe they involved the children in planning the timetable and the work throughout the holiday. And they acted upon it. And then there will be the other families. The other families that for them holiday means going with the flow. Not planning ahead and allowing time and child to decide. For most groups, as I described here, there is a need to be a time of adjustment when the new year starts. So after such a long time of not having lessons and not learning, going to have le lessons with the teacher, naturally, the ones who kept the practice routine throughout the holiday would not really need much adjustment, except for changing the time to before or after school. But the ones that went out of routine might find it a real challenge to go back to the to routine. Now, of course, it all depends on the age of the child, the level of competence of the child, and the stage of learning. If you are the parent or teacher that expects most children to come and say, can I practice now, please? You might be up for disappointment. As Dr. Haruko Kataoka said, no child likes practice, but every child likes playing. So whether you picked to keep up the routine or not during the school break, now is the time not to beat yourself up. Now is the time to begin again, to go back to the groove. So I've thought, how could I help you? How could I help you to go back to the groove in a series of talks about establishing practice? Now, what I had in mind is the parents who have just finished a long holiday and need to start all over again, so, sort of. So it will, it will be good for them. It will also be good for people who have just gone a little bit out of routine and they feel they need to do something different or they need some encouragement. If you did not have a long break, but every now and then you feel that you need a makeover or you need to change something about dynamics at home, that will help you too. So these series of talks are going to be about how to establish practice, how to go back into the flow. After many years of working with parents around the world, I don't think I've met someone 
that did not have a question or two or ten about, yes, you guessed, practice. Each week, we will touch one point about practice. And we'll do it in the spirit of the Suzuki way, one point at a time. That means that you will have a chance to practice it seven, seven times every day and add another point next week. So let's start with number one. Dr. Shinichi Suzuki said, creating the desire to practice is the parent's duty. If you feel daunted by such a statement, please don't, because it does not have to be an overwhelming task if you do one thing at a time. So let's see what we are going to begin as number one, as part one, as week one. So we're going to begin by making practice pleasant. You might ask, what? After six or seven weeks of not practicing properly, that's the best you can come up with? Pleasant? What does pleasant have to do with it, you might ask? There's lots to work. So much work to be done. We need to work, not to do things pleasant. So yes, I agree. And work can be pleasant. So yes, there's lots of work to be done after six weeks, but work can be done, can be pleasant. Why? Because if it's not pleasant, it becomes a chore. And if it becomes a chore, sooner or later, conflicts will arise and on and on and on. So let's start this week with creating a pleasant atmosphere in practice, or in inviting your child to come to practice. Now, this means that this is going to be the only focus this week. You're only going to work on pleasant. And the reason I reinforce and repeat the only is that I know that many parents have the best intention and are really wanting to help the children to work well, they will say, okay, I will do the one thing you ask, but I'll do a bit more because one is not enough. Now, I really would like you to stick to one. Please trust me. Trust me in this because the less you do, the more you do at the end. And you will see how it builds up. So this week, we only work on pleasant. When I looked at a dictionary, I found this definition for pleasant, gratifying, friendly, delightful, agreeable, socially acceptable, polite, amiable, enjoyable, gracious, welcome, and more. So let me add now the word practice to each of them so you can really start feeling it in your body, how it feels. Gratifying practice, friendly practice, delightful practice, agreeable practice. Yes, because we know that parents and children need to agree about what they do and when they do things. 
socially acceptable practice, polite practice, amiable practice, enjoyable practice, gracious practice, welcome practice. And yes, welcome need to be, it needs to welcome the parent and the child. Now, we all agree, I hope, that in order to succeed in anything, we need to practice, and practice day in and day out. If we want to persist, we need to make it pleasant most of the time. Otherwise, we won't be able to make it constant. We won't be able to make it a constant part of our lives. Now, first thing starts with environment. In Suzuki's words, a man is a son of his environment. That means that you, parent or guardian, have to make sure you create in yourself a pleasant attitude towards practice. Because if practice for you is something like, oh no, now we have to start all over again, or oh, I don't have time to do it, or I don't have energy, or I don't have heart space or patience for this. If all of this is what's happening in your heart, then it will be very difficult to create a pleasant environment for your child. If you need some help to create it in yourself, then try as a first step to remember why you started piano or violin lessons for your child in the first place. Reread a book. I always prefer and recommend Nurtured by Love. That's the book to be first on the shelf. Even if you read it 10 times in the past, it's still not 10,000. If you don't have time to read the whole book, Open the book randomly and read the page you opened. And if you don't own a copy, please get one straight away. I will put a link to it in the show notes. This book is a winner. It contains the primal essence of the Suzuki way. I read it many times. And I read many times parts of it. Really many times. Every time before giving a teacher training, uh, sorry, a parent education course or a parent education seminar, I will read it again because I'm asking the parents to read it before the course. And every time I read the copy which I own, I have owned for the last 40 years plus, I discover that they added another sentence there. It's just a living entity. It grows. It grows with me. Okay, jokes aside, there's always a new thing I discover or rediscover. Once you feel that you remember or you were reminded why you do it, then you have it in you. And now you only have to invite your child to this space. So when you initiate practice, watch the tone of your voice. Listen to the volume of your voice. 
Choose inviting words. Be confident, but not demanding. Imagine that you are being videoed. You might even want to do it. So you try to be very aware of the way you talk, the way you invite your child to practice. I trust that you, go, you got the idea. And I'm guessing that you, are, you know the way to invite your child in a pleasant way to practice. I'm just reminding you. Do what you know to initiate practice. And if what you know is not working anymore, then think of another way. Now, working on one or the first point, which is pleasant practice, means that you're going to ignore this week all the other things. So you're going to ignore the quality of sound. You will ignore the length of practice, the quality of practice, the effectiveness of practice, and even the frequency of practice. And this is because if you, let's see, Let's think of the worst scenario. The worst scenario will be that you will have only one practice this week. Of course, the best scenario will be that you'll have seven of them. But sometimes the worst scenario happens because that's life. I believe it's better to start with one pleasant practice a week than start with seven days of practice that a child resists, fights, cries, and just doesn't want to do it. The message this week is practice is pleasant. And I don't mean that you have to declare it, but I suggest you show it in your own behavior. I guarantee that we will cover all other points in the coming episodes. So don't tell yourself that you need to do more than this. Just think pleasant. By this you will make it something that you and your child will want to do during 2021. So every time you manage to do practice this week, it's going to be a pleasant practice. Now, uh, just in, 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 uh, in brackets, making it pleasant is your job, not the child's job. Please don't ask the child to make it pleasant because if you're going to make it pleasant, most likely your child will follow. And if not, you still keep the pleasant manner. Before I bid you a pleasant goodbye for this week, I want you to uh, note that you can leave me a question in a voice message. I will be very happy to answer questions about the topic of today or other topics. The thing with the voice message, you will find a link of it in the show notes. And the good thing is that you can actually use it on any platform that you listen to this podcast. Please feel free to share this podcast with uh, other Suzuki parents, Suzuki teachers, Suzuki students, if they listen to a podcast, or maybe just to other instrumental teachers, educators, or any other parents that want to assist the children in kicking in a good habit, in going back to the groove. So a pleasant goodbye for now. Keep safe.
keep well. And I will talk to you next week.